Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel, because here we go. Here are your guides on this journey. David Begin of Begin Insights and Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hello, Car Wash Nation. This is David Begin. Welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. My guest today is my good friend, Ryan Cook, who is the General Manager and Vice President of Sales for Diamond Shine, a division of Sunny's Industries, Sunny's Amalgamated Industries. I don't know if that's right or not, but Ryan, thanks for joining me again. Yeah, it's good. Good to be on with you again. And and uh, yeah, Sunny Sunny's Holdings is is the is the parent company. Is the parent company okay? Sunny's Holdings. I bet that's that's a serious answer to my silly question. Uh, it's, it's it's good. The, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, you you this is your second time on. You remember the episode you were on? You remember the episode number? The five factors. Uh, I think it was like uh, the second or third one, right? It was actually number four. So you were number close. Four. I was close. I actually, I had to go back and look it up, but. That particular episode, The Five Factors of Cleaning, was one of the top two episodes we've had on the entire podcast. Well, I think it's, it's really cool to be part of that. And I think it's, it's something that I've been talking about for, you know, probably 15 plus years of my career, maybe even going on 20 years of my career is The Five Factors of Cleaning. I still do the class for Sunnies. Um, I share that responsibility with some of, some of my um, coworkers, but, but uh, you know, it's, it's a big part of, of what we do on a daily basis. And, and um, I was glad to be able to share it to a wider audience. So it was a nice opportunity you gave me. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And I think a lot of people get a lot of great comments and I think it's taught a lot of people, you know, the concept of chemistry. Chemistry to me is still a little bit of black magic, but that sort of uh, de- deconstructs it to the point of what you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish, which I think is really helpful to, to most owners and managers out there in the car wash industry. But, so uh, since the last time we talked, it's been two or three years. What are some of the changes you're seeing in car wash chemistry and what are some of the advancement improvements overall you're seeing? Well, we started, you know, we started talking about this actually in our last podcast and uh, that, you know, that there's, you know, I think I said at that time, kind of the golden age of chemistry and in, in that there's a lot of raw manufacturers now making uh, specific chemistry for the car wash industry. So our industry's gotten big enough where somebody will make a, you know, a special raw ingredient for, you know, just for washing cars. And, and that's really, um, truly improved the, the wash quality. And, uh, you know, so I think that, you know, that's one of the biggest, uh, that continues to be one of the biggest trends. And obviously you're seeing things like ceramics coming out and, um, some new, I think you're going to start seeing some new cleaning products come out. And uh, a lot of that's been made because of, of some companies that are, have, you know, some serious brain power really focusing on our industry and, and, and really making some pretty fantastic um, products. And then I think that the next, the next thing that's changed is, um, you know, as we, as we start to deal with more sophisticated client, they're looking for, you know, some empirical data. They're not wanting, you know, the anecdotal stuff of my stuff's better than their stuff. And, um, you know, so one of the things that we've done recently is really taken a, a hard look at, at how do we actually compare ourselves to, to everybody else. And, and, you know, and is it the eyeball test or, or are we, um, or, or is there other tools out there that'll help us 
really prove out that, you know, what we're doing is something special. And, um, and, and I'm sure we're not the only ones doing this, but so we started reaching out to, uh, like I said, some third party labs to help us develop some products that, that have uh, a little bit more, you know, um, a little bit more bench strength, you know, so obviously we are really proud of our chemist and they're very, very bright people, but you know, you get four or five people working on a, on a problem. Um, you're going to get there a lot faster and, and probably with better results. Um, and so we, we've started using some of that kind of stuff. Additionally, uh, you know, some of our clients are, are using like rating systems, like, like promoter scores and that kind of stuff. It's been interesting to see that data and we've, we've kind of adopted some of that, that type of stuff too. And then uh, the last piece is we, um, we, we're using a lot of third-party testing now. So kind of, you know, what's kind of commonplace in a lot of other industries, we're bringing to the forefront of, of this industry, which is so if we make something, uh, come up with something new, you know, we take, you know, our, you know, our top four or five competitors, we take uh, products that are currently in our lineup that we think are good. And we send it off to a, a you know, a third-party tester to say, hey, you know, prove this out. And, um, you know, that's really allowed us to, to, you know, basically really sharpen the knife and, and come up with something that is, is, is truly unique and special in some of these products. And so I think, you know, very long winded answer, but to kind of sum it up, I think that again, that, that, um, that energy that's coming from some of these raw manufacturers and the really unique products that they're coming up with, and then a more sophisticated approach and a more of a, of a, you know, real data approach to making good products, I think is, is rising the bar. And I think that's going to be good for the car wash operator because they're just, you know, um, that drives all the competition is going to have to have to, you know, kind of live up to these new standards and we're just all going to end up making better products, which I think is, is really exciting for, for the car wash operator. No, I agree. I think, yeah, I think the winner will be the car wash operator and owner who, you know, really relies on chemistry to, produce the product they want to produce. Um, so Sunnys came up with a fusion program. So can you explain what that is? You know, it gets thrown around a lot. It's, it's more than just a marketing term. It's kind of a comprehensive program for your tunnel, but can you talk a little bit about fusion? Yeah. So it's actually um, kind of ties back to your first question. So what has changed since, since we, you know, since we became part of Sunnys and, you know, I, in, that's kind of how part of how the fusion program came, came to play is, you know, how do we want to wash cars? And really the fusion program is that it's, this is Sunny's um, recommended way to wash cars. And it's, it's, uh, there was a lot of people um, who have a lot of experience to sit around a table. And this is one of the unique changes about becoming part of Sunny's is it was no longer the chemical guys saying, you know, Hey, the equipment guys don't know what, what uh, what they're doing or the equipment guy saying, Hey, the chemical guy set this up wrong. Uh, it's all us now, right? So either, either we, we produce a fantastic car for you or we don't, it's all on us. And so we sat down, uh, put together a pretty good sizable group of people and, and kind of walk through how, how we felt um, somebody should wash a car and how they would get consistently good results. And that's really what the fusion process is all about. Um, in addition to that, it, um, it really, it drives revenue. So, uh, which is one of the things that we really want to pivot our, our programs around, which is how do we help the operator make money? And um, so I think with those two things, we know it produces a fantastic result. It, we know it produces a, a consistently good result and it helps the operator make money, but really it's, it's, it's a simple process. I mean, it's, it's clean the car and uh, you know, in the beginning, 
it's a big part of the fusion process is just getting a good, good base. You know, you got to get a good foundation. And, and so cleaning the cars is that then it's uh, getting the car to the right pH so that it can accept the, the sealants and, uh, and, the and the waxes down, down the end of the tunnel. So we, we hit it with a product called a prime and uh, that, that brings the pH into that acceptable range. And then, uh, with all the stuff we're doing, uh, you've actually given me a hard time for this, but with all the stuff we're putting on <laughs> in the car wash now, we actually came up with a product called uh, fusion rinse, which is actually designed to dissipate the soap. So obviously a big part of good car wash experience is getting a lot of soap. It's, it's funny. Um, the, uh, my father-in-law went through, uh, uh, went through Quincy when it was still uh, wild blue and uh, he, he, one of the comments he made of is, Oh my gosh, this is the most soap I've ever seen at a car wash. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and I was like, well, it, that's, that's, it should be that way. But it was, uh, <laughs> but it was, you know, but he, he kind of reinforced that value that, that, you know, he got a good deal, right. Even though he, yeah. didn't, you know, I mean, he felt like he got good value there. Um, and, and like he was gushing about it. Right. And, and it was really whatever, a few more pennies than, than, uh, than doing it the other way. Um, but it made a huge impact on him and it, and, it, and we know it does a good job. So the fusion rinse gets all the foam off the car, which is awesome because that's, you know, typically anecdotally talking to customers, it's their number one complaint. And then, uh, then we go into the sealant and that, that was kind of the, that's, that's kind of the, the base of, of that process is the sealant. So we're going to seal the car. So we're going to protect it. We're going to give it a nice shine. Um, and then on top of that, it'll get the, the, uh, for the entire fusion process, you would get the, the uh, fusion wax, which just kind of gives it that nice warm glow, gives the car a good feel. Um, even though I would tell you that I've never seen a customer get out and actually fill their car, but if, if you choose to, it, it does feel nice. Mm. And then, uh, and then the fusion rain repel, which is, is obviously just the weather protectant. And, uh, and, and I will tell you that, uh, you know, and I think you're, you know, you're fixing to ask me about the next, the next evolution of this, but, but uh, you know, staying at the end of tunnels, and I've said this uh, in, in a few videos and in a few of the interviews um, I've been fortunate enough to do recently, but standing at the end of the tunnels um, for the last couple of years, we're, we're producing uh, the finest car I've ever seen. And I've watched a lot of cars come out of car washes over, over the last 20 something years. And, uh, and we are doing something different. And it's, it's um, I think even as an industry, we're doing something different. We're really producing spectacular cars. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And, you know, having everything working in concert with each other, I think is important as well. So, you know, some of the latest technologies, you know, you're hearing a lot about ceramics. And I don't know what ceramic is. I know what a ceramic bowl is, but I don't know what ceramic chemistry is. Can you describe a little about what ceramics is? How is it different than sealant waxes and some of the other products we've used over the last 10 or 15 years? And What's that product designed to do versus like your sealant waxes? So, you know, really with almost everything you're spraying on the car and really almost everything you, almost every type of um, protectant you put on a car, whether it's an old fashioned carnauba wax or, or, uh, or um, you know, a quick spray wax, you know, like you could buy at AutoZone, the, the fastest degrader of that is, is the sun. And so most of these products we're spraying on, I mean, we're spraying on a, a super thin layer. Um, you know, it's, uh, and the, the lifespan of that is, is pretty short because, you know, it's, you're in the sun for, um, 
you know, a couple of days and you probably start seeing some degradation of, of the, of, of the, um, benefits of it. And, they, and some folks, don't get me wrong, some folks have made some really good sealants in the past that last, you know, three weeks, six weeks, that kind of stuff. But, um, but really, you know, nothing like, uh, really nothing that worked like something like that you would hand apply and wipe on that kind of stuff where you're putting on quite a bit thicker, a layer of material. And so, uh, obviously we weren't the first ones to come out with ceramics, uh, but we, uh, really had a guy, you know, it's really Zeeb Jossman. He was super passionate about the product line and he really felt that we should look into this. He also has a really good friend who owns a high end detailing business and he does like, he works for OEMs. Like this guy will go out and, um, I don't know if I'm at Liberty to say what OEMs, but he, you know, just, he goes out to racetracks and, and, and basically ceramics, all these guys is, you know, uh, these OEM companies, you know, track cars, that type of stuff, their show cars, that, that type of thing. So, so, um, you know, and he's super knowledgeable guy. And, and, you know, so we started kind of talking to him about the process that they do for the detail side. We started looking at everybody's product, everybody that was producing a product, um, at the time. And, um, we started testing everybody's products. So we started bringing everything into Georgia, uh, running it at a car wash, uh, you know, again, you know, watch, literally watched thousands of cars getting different ceramic products applied to them. And one of the things we, we learned is that, you know, the, and that, you know, this is something that ceramics chemistry has some unique properties. that really makes it, um, a good product for, uh, online car washing. And, uh, so one of them is a covalent bonding. So it likes to stick to itself. So it, it, it actually creates a product that will layer and create a thicker layer. Um, so that was one of them. The, the other one, uh, you know, is just extreme hydrophobic, hydrophobic properties. So it likes to, it creates a really good contact angle for the water, which looks great. Um, it typically breaks very fast. Um, it removes a lot of the water off the car, which are two different things when you're looking at, you know, like drying agents and sealants and that type of thing. It's, you know, this, the speed of the brake is important, but also ultimately how much water sheets off the car or gets moved off the car. And, uh, and it's got really good durability. And then kind of the last kicker was it had, um, a really good depth of shine to it. And, and really what makes all this chemistry possible is, is micronized silicone micronized active silicone. So it's really, um, if you, you ever use the old, any of the old fashioned windshield treatments that you would basically wipe on and buff off. So those are active silicones, but they're a lot thicker. And in a, in a detail type situation or a personally applied type situation, that's fine because you're, you're probably making sure that the windshield, in fact, if you actually looked at any of those instructions, they would always tell you to completely clean the surface before you applied it. Because once you apply it, whatever's on there is staying on there. And sometimes it's staying on there for months. So those, those bigger active silicones, like in some of those windshield treatments, that, that chemistry has been around a long time, but it actually did put such a thick layer on the vehicle that it would probably not be good for online car washing because if you didn't get the car perfectly clean, you're literally sealing it in and you're going to have to, you're going to have to put some elbow grease, you know, probably buff it out to get it off. If there was something you missed, like a, you know, a bug, a bug splat or something like that. And, um, so we didn't want to go that far. Uh, we wanted to kind of find that middle ground and, and when they came out with micronized silicones, uh, so it's really same chemistry, same properties. It's just putting on a much thinner layer. Um, uh, we kind of found uh, something that we thought was special. And then what we found out is when you put layers of that stuff on, uh, what it does is it builds a thick enough layer to where it actually has some durability 
and uh, really makes a big difference. And I can tell you, like, uh, I've been playing with this stuff for like a year. I've been applying it to, to my personal vehicle. And I'm still blown away by, you know, I literally, uh, you know, watched it this, this week or well, actually when I was driving, driving back from the mountains this weekend, I, I drove through a lot of rain and you, you, it, my vehicle probably hasn't been washed since this whole pandemic started and the water was still beating off my car like crazy. And, uh, and that's, that's the difference that, you know, you get that durability, that deep shine and that, that hydrophobic action, um, you know, four four or five six weeks after the last time you applied it and then uh if you go apply it again it builds on top of itself so it's it's a game-changing product and it really produces a a special car yeah so when you talk about two things with ceramics like we talk about hydrophobic action the importance of getting water off a car why is it important to get water off a car first of all and then how do the ceramics how are they different when they're applied in a car wash tunnel versus going to a detailer who wants to charge you to put a ceramic, complete ceramic coating on your car? Yeah. So it's, it's a great question. We literally just had somebody on YouTube on our video on YouTube, ask the same question, a detailer. And they're, they're really, the chemistry again is, is very similar. So they're, they're, um, they call like, they're going to a point where they're just putting on a much thicker layer and, um, and it's, it's more of a resin. So it hardens the, so the curing, the curing of it, like they'll cure it under lights, but, Essentially, if you, um, and the guy on YouTube actually articulated this very well, I wish he was on the podcast with us because I think he would do a better job of explaining the detailed piece of it. But, you know, what, what, the, it, what the guy, the expert we talked to and worked with, and actually the guy uh, that, that responded to our YouTube clip both said was that what's really important about the detail process is prepping the car. So it's all the, it's all the work they do. And we actually watched this guy do it to a truck, uh, the guy in Georgia, and he, um, you know, so, I mean, it's, I mean, they, they wet sand or no, they don't wet sand. They do wet sand some stuff if they have to, but they clay bar it. They, they really prep the paint. So they both talk about how important it is to prep the surface of the car. And, uh, and then they apply the ceramics and then they, and then they heat treat it. So it's about, um, depending on who you talk, talk to, it's anywhere from a three to five step process. Uh, the chemistry they're using is, is, is quite a bit more expensive than what we're doing, but it's also in very labor intensive, like this, uh, the guy that did the truck who does this all the time, it, it basically he could do from what it looked like he could do about a car a day. Right. And, and it's uh, you know, it's like you do a process, you let it sit under a heat lamp and uh, you know, and, and then you come back and you do another process. And then they, uh, his was a five step process. So it was prepping the paint. Um, then he would do some, some uh, like this, like a polish basically to kind of uh, you know, so he, he went the prepping the paint is more of the, the, the clay barring, all that kind of stuff. Then he would do like a, you know, a polish to kind of get it to where he wanted. Then he basically would clean it. He would apply the ceramic. He would heat treat it under uh, lights, under UV lights. And then he would uh, come back and, and uh, there was like a final top coat that he put on. And, uh, and so, and then same thing, if you, you still have to come back, um, even with that guy, you have to come back once a year to get like a little touch up. Uh, service done for it so it's awesome if you get it, it it's you'll you'll be tickled to death it's a couple grand um you know anywhere from a couple grand to, to higher depending on who you get it from so i think you get very similar properties from our product your paint's not going to be as um beautiful as the paint from the detailer because nobody's um you know claying your paint and and uh polishing it and doing all that kind of stuff 
but on the flip side, uh, you know, for five bucks and, uh, you know, 30 seconds worth of, of time in the tunnel, you're going to come out with very, very similar results as far as hydrophobic and keeping your car clean and all that kind of stuff. And of course you can get it applied, you know, every two or three weeks, doesn't matter. It builds on itself. So, so there's the core chemistry is, is, is similar. Um, the process and the application and how they're curing it and all that kind of stuff is, is, is where the the difference is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like when you're applying at a detailer, it's a lot more work, but it's probably a lot more unforgiving in that environment. Uh, so that's why all that preparation work has to be done because you're, you're putting a ceramic on there, you know, a pretty, I'm going to say a thick coat. I don't know if that's the right term. No, it's a, yeah, it's a thicker material and they're also, and it's, and it's like, I mean, they like to use the term resin. Um, so they're curing it on the car. So it's, I mean, it is designed the, what they're doing, like that's the, and that's probably a better way of summing up the difference. What they're trying to do is have something that's going to last, you know, a year plus, even though I know some of them say five years or a lifetime or whatever, but that's with the maintenance. If you, you got to kind of read the fine print there, it's coming yeah. in, in the maintenance, but the, uh, but with, um, with our product, that was, that's never the intent, you know, we want it to last, you know, you know, four weeks and, you know, two to four weeks and, and to be dissipating, you know, towards the tail end of that. So, you know, that, that, that customer wants to come back in, but also um, if there was something that was missed last time, it's going to come off the next car wash. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Agreed. So, you know what, I'm probably going to ask one more question and let's, we'll kind of wrap up this episode and we'll start the, another episode on car quality, if that works for you, Ryan, but sure. uh, what, what do you see coming out in the future? What are some things that are making you excited about, chemistry technology for car washers in the future. Yeah. So I think that, um, I think we'll, you know, we're talking about with this, you know, doing some of this testing and really kind of, uh, you know, looking at things from a a data driven standpoint, I really think that the kind of the, the core products that are used in a car wash, I think we're going to see some big jumps in things like drying agents and, and pre-soaks, uh, wheel cleaners, that kind of thing. it's really kind of the meat and potatoes of, of car wash chemistry. But I think that there's some exciting technologies coming out there. I think that there's um, some way to test these things now that weren't available in the past. And I think that it's going to allow us to kind of have some, some, you know, big leaps in those things. And, and it's needed because, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I think back when I first started in this industry and, and, uh, you know, 20 feet of trip space was, uh, was kind of commonplace. Um, now if I, if, if we have three millimeters of drip space, we're lucky. Yeah. So it's, uh, so the chemistry has got to change a little bit and we've got to have stuff that works a little quicker. Um, it's a little bit friendlier So see some big changes there. And then I, I would tell you, that's the other thing too, is that there's, um, you know, whether this is something that floats your boat or not, there are a lot more, um, environmentally friendly options that are coming out, which, you know, whether you advertise them or not, it, it's still nice to know that you can you know, maybe build some high performing products that, that are a little gentler on people and in the environment as well. And, and I think that's another, another place where you're going to see some big advancements. In the, in the yeah. Industry. So how is that going to affect car wash equipment manufacturers in the future? What, what do you think if we improve the chemistry side of this, how will that affect what car washers build in the future? You know, that, you know, I think, well, I think there's a few things. One one is that, uh, I mean, they think that, uh, you know, they're already ahead of us. So I think we're trying to catch up right uh, to where they're at with the, you know, packing the, you know, packing these tunnels. And I think, I think that, 
you know, hopefully it, it will allow some more flexibility in the size of tunneling you build and the speed at which you can wash cars. And I think that's going to be um, kind of the two, the two key drivers that it's going to do. So I don't know if it's going to change really the look of the car wash so much, but it's going to either allow you to pick up the pace a little bit, put some more throughput through the car wash, or maybe build a, you know, a little bit smaller property on a smaller property and still be able to put out the same kind of car and, and maybe even at the same speed that you were in a, on a, on a slightly larger property. So, and, and by the way, both those would be tremendous, right? Cause I think there's yeah, a lot no of doubt. out there for smaller car washes. Yeah. It gives you a lot more flexibility when you're building a smaller tunnel to go out and find sites. So good. Awesome. Well, good. This was a good discussion. I appreciate that. Let's, let's talk about, we're going to next, next podcast, you and I will do a bit about the, the car quality program in which you, you know, were pretty influential with me and teaching me about that. And, you know, some things that uh, operators can do to kind of really maintain what I call a good car quality program. So we'll continue this discussion, but Ryan, thank you so much for this part. Good to catch up with you and find out what's going on with chemistry and uh, how Sunny's becoming a big part of that. No, I appreciate the opportunity and, and I really look forward to the next conversation because it's, it's really um, kind of at the core of, of what, what we're all doing and, um, and it's really one of my favorite topics. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, well, thank you for listening to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. Uh, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. You can go to Car Wash Magazine online and find all our podcasts. And if you want to listen to it there or you can listen to it on, your, uh, on the different areas like Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Spotify. We're in a lot of different areas now. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll catch you next time on Car Wash the Podcast. Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free, on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.